I should be better at this by now. Uh, professional podcasters, man. So you said the first pick was in. Yeah, off the board, Cade Cunningham, Oklahoma State. Kind of a combo guard, you know, kind of like a point forward-ish guard. You know, is going to be kind of a big wing. Uh, they're comparing him to LeBron a little bit, kind of some point forwards of the past. But uh, it's looking like he's going to be pretty solid. We got Cleveland on the, I think, yeah, Cleveland's up next with pick number three. Oh, wait. Actually, the first two picks are off the board. Holy shit, I forgot. Jalen Green just got picked up by the Houston Rockets, too. Played in the G League last year with the G League Ignite from Merced, California. Dude's a hooper. I'm trying to get my uh, my notes up because right. I did a little bit of research, you know. Lemon Pepper Patty is back in the hood and with his hat. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's, why, that's why I went to go get it. I'm sorry that I, I'm I'm being a little stagnant here. Jalen Green, though, he is I. So I'm pretty sure that. Um, oh, hang on, the Cavs are about to pick. This is very big for Patty. This is this is big. Live reaction. Here we go, Patty. Who are your Cavs gonna pick? I don't know. Who do you want? I wanted Evan Mobley, honestly. I I really did want Evan Mobley. I think that the Cavs have a really stacked backcourt. Like it's pretty overcrowded right now. Uh, and I think he's probably the best option. Like, like a, he's definitely the best option available right now. Most NBA ready body, I think. Ooh, wow. Lakers trade is in for Westbrook right now. Breaking news. Woj bomb. We got a sham. Wow. Sham wow. Russell Westbrook's a Laker. Y'all are going to suck. Yeah. You're going to be so bad. Unless, unless, Hey, so there you go. Patty cakes. Mobley. Nice, Patty. I think you got you might potentially have gotten yeah. the best player in the draft right there. That's, like a sneaky uh, good. Oh, I think I'm I think I guess I'm I'm on delay. This will I, be great. <laughs> this will be great. Oh my. Are you really? Yeah, buddy. Oh my do you do you just realize that the Cavs drafted Evan Mobley? That just popped up. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, you might be on a little bit of a delay. I'm I'm at my parents' house up here in the UP uh, for a couple weeks, so I'm actually I actually have TV, which is weird for me. I'm used to streaming everything, so I'm always used to being behind. But yeah, Evan Mobley, sneak. You know, he's got to he's got to thicken up a little bit. I will say he he looks a little thin, but um, nah, sneaky good player right there. All right, I'm trying to figure out how I can live stream this on Twitch. No, I don't have a shirt on. Dude, it's okay. Okay. You guys Mysterio, are No, Mysterio me. doesn't have a shirt on, so we'll just we'll keep the li- we'll keep the live for later, but I'm going to figure that out. Are you really doing that right now on the <laughs> He muted after. I will kick your ass out of this podcast if you ever eat while I'm on a podcast again. I cannot stand the sound of chewing in my ears ever. So, so you're one of those people who uh, gum smacking oh, God, is, is like really, it drives you insane. Drives me up a fucking wall, gum smacking. No, I get that, but that was mostly, that was mostly punishment. Bite. That was mostly punishment for you guys making me do this during dinner. Making you do this. You this guys. Making Patty do this. I said, don't sound too excited to do a podcast today. And he was like, oh, no, I am excited. High five. And it's like, no, come on. We got the NBA draft going on. 
This is special stuff here, man. This is opportunity right here for us to make some tent. Yeah, and and especially with your team having such an awesome pick, I would think that you would want to be more invested, Patty Cakes. To over there. Yeah, really what's going salad. on, Patty? Yeah, he's a really good salad. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm I'm chilling. Come on. <laughs> I don't ask for a lot in life. You just don't want food chewed in your ear. I just I don't you. want food chewed in my ear. Oh, I I put a shirt on so you so you twitched it up. Yeah, I saw you put a shirt on, so I was like, okay, well I guess we got an opportunity here, but I don't know how to like how do you do this? You know what I mean? I I have no idea how to do it. Oh, this is gonna make so. When are we starting the podcast? It's you listen to the Cutthroat Podcast. We got a special draft edition right now. We've got our very special guest on retainer, Mysterio, here to talk about all things draft. We know he's our expert. We've got Patty eating a salad in Ohio from his new location, joining us as well. This is the crew today for the special draft edition pod X. He's out there right now preparing for a meeting, a presentation he's got in the morning, which he's going to slay, slay it, King. But yeah, we got the draft edition so far. We're three picks in. Russell Westbrook is now a Laker. And uh, it's looking pretty exciting so far for our draft coverage. Cade Cunningham's going to Detroit. We got Jalen Green going to Houston. And now Mobley is going to Cleveland where he's going to ball it up with Sexland. Patty? Yeah, I mean, earlier, so earlier in the week, we were hearing a lot about how Detroit might not want to take Cade Cunningham. And then immediately I was like, I think if he, if Detroit doesn't take Cade Cunningham, then he'll fall down to the Cavs. But a thought that I was really hoping that the Cavs would actually do is trade either Darius Garland and another piece or Colin Sexton and another piece and then have them or like trade that and your third round pick for Cade Cunningham, because I think he's probably going to be the best out of this draft, and I think that's why he's going number one. So you've now said that two people are going to be the best player out of this draft. No, 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 no. I said I said Evan Mobley has the best NBA – like he's the most NBA-ready, I think, out of everybody there. But I think that Cade Cunningham eventually is going to be the best player out of this draft class. The classic floor versus ceiling argument. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that that would be – uh, highly silly if the Cavs traded Sexton because that dude is a certified bucket and like he's got heart. I like him. I don't think that that's someone that you should trade away for. Uh, uh, for I'm trying to think of a name to disc Cad Cunningham, but whatever. I can't think of one on the fly. I don't think he's gonna be that good. I think he's a little overrated. Uh, I don't think that, um, Cunningham is going to be the guy to turn the Pistons around. That's for sure. Hot take. The pick is in for number four for Toronto Raptors, by the way, boys. Scotty Barnes of Florida State. Who is this jabroni? You know you just drafted a bust with a name like Scotty Barnes. There's some analysis for you. Yeah, Scotty Barnes, 6'8", 225. He's basically another Jonathan Isaac walking. Like, the guy's, the guy's lanky and, well, 
Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of lanky. That's who I'm thinking of now that I'm on delay and seeing him a little bit later. Uh, you know, he's, he's a solid role player. That's what I see Scott Barnes being. Not worth the number four pick, though. We got another Woj bomb. Looks like the 31, 31st overall pick is going to uh, the Pacers from the Bucks. Woj bomb. Wow. For what? Uh, I don't know. It's just an ESPN alert that I got on my phone. I haven't looked at the deets quite yet. Oh, sorry. come on, pal. Sorry, sorry, gonna... sorry if I'm distracted here, and I know I'm 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 leading our draft coverage, but like I feel like getting this on Twitch is where we really need to be, guys. I feel like we'll really get into the minutia of the draft. Is that the correct word here that I should be using? Oh no, I'm just really on. Orlando the is shit. on the board. We've still got about another three minutes to go. Right now, they're talking about Sc- Scotty Barnes. They're giving his physical tools. He's got to check on that. He's got to check for feel the game. Check for defensive versatility, intangibles. They did not give him the check mark on shooting. I don't know what the Raptors are going for there. They've got plenty of guys that can dog down and play defense. I, don't, I think they need some shooters. Maybe maybe they're trying to get a little culture in their life. You know, they want to keep guys that can swing around long and lanky, defend multiple positions, you know, are able to switch out to the perimeter. They're, they're, they're doing something. They're trying to start their culture post-Kawhi. You were talking about um, looking for patty replacements tonight. I got a Laker fan who you guys will end up meeting at Moss. You want me to get him on here so that Patty can eat his dinner? Oh, who no, I'm good. Who do we got? I'm staying. But, yeah, get him on. Yeah, if he wants to come on, let's get him on. Is it Zach? Is it Jeanette? Yeah, that would be, that'd be funny if I brought your friend Zach in. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so here's how I feel about the Russell Westbrook to the Lakers trade. Hit me with it. If Russ – if Russ – is is committed to playing less minutes and just running the second unit and then being in like late second unit sorry continue i didn't that, mean to interrupt you that man that man is that man is still gonna do his thing but i think he's gonna get in the way if he's your primary ball handler well, here's how I feel about it. And now when these rumors were starting to come up and you started to hear the chatter a little bit more and then Shams is starting to tweet some stuff out, that's when you know some stuff could be potentially serious is when Shams is talking about Lakers news. It's Woj. It's a little, uh, like today he was talking about how Buddy Heald was going to be the for sure thing once Harold opted in. And like literally a minute later, Shams is like, no, Westbrook's the play. So he knows his shit when it comes to Lakers inside information. But I think that with Westbrook, you know, I asked myself, how would Westbrook be as the third best player on your team? And that's a pretty solid option. I think as long as he can do a lot of playmaking role, the Lakers are going to be really, really good in transition, and their pick and roll game is just going to be fire with Westbrook out there. Yeah. So, so I, then, but he's got to so, he's got to buy in, and I think he I think he will because the thing is that LeBron and AD have let it be known throughout the league when players are coming here is that we're the two top dogs we're going to eat. And then, you know, you get the star in your role, how, whatever that is around us. See, and I think for Westbrook, that would be best with both of them off the court. For Westbrook to just have the game and take it and own the game and control it like he normally does and is used to. I think that 
playing him as like essentially a shooting guard, which is what would happen if LeBron's got the ball in his hands. He's just going to get frustrated. He's going to get out of the game. He needs the ball in his hands. He needs to be pressing balls to the walls the entire time. And that's why he's Russell Westbrook. Well, I think that the way the Lakers have structured their offense around LeBron and AD is you need a, a, another primary ball handler to be out there with LeBron because he doesn't want to handle it the entire time. So it's like you, you kind of share the point guard duty roles when you're out there with LeBron. And when you had Rajon Rondo, who's played with AD a lot, has a lot of experience, gets Davis easy, easy buckets. Oh, the pick is in for Orlando right away, and they just picked up Jalen Suggs. That's a really good pick for Orlando. Yeah, I thought he was going to go number two, I, to be I, honest. I honestly, from what I've been listening to, like a lot of draft stuff today, like I was surpri- I'm surprised he's going in the top five at all, but I'm really happy that he is. He deserves it. He's good. Dude, Why was dude he falling? I, it wasn't anything particular because of him. It was just because there's a lot of dudes that have a ton of upside. So Jalen Green, Mobley, you know, we talked about those two guys. They just have a ton of potential, and their ceiling is really, really high, where I think Suggs is one of those guys where overall he's all around already good and ready to play in the league, and his ceiling might not be as high, but they're already projecting that he could be like an all-star at some point. But sometimes they just, you know, sometimes teams want to take that risk or gamble on the generational talent that they think they could get, which is crazy because of how rare they are. I mean, but I think more often than not, the team's always going to take that option. Like if they if they feel like there might be a chance that this dude could be LeBron James or Michael Jordan, then they're probably going to take it nine times out of ten. They're not really going to go with the safe thing unless they have something already built and they feel like they're one piece away, like a uh, rookie second string, like small forward or something like that, where they might take it later in the lottery or later in the first or second round. But I just remember that guy, like, being fearless. And I know it, it, they list him as 6'4", but he, he looks smaller out there. You know, I feel like that's a generous 6'4 on the, on the computer right here that I'm looking at. Um, but, yeah, no, he, he's out there in close situations, not afraid to take the shot. He's playing hard defense. I really thought that he was going to go number two in this draft. I've been all about Jalen Green. That guy was awesome in the with the G League at night, and I've been seeing some of his videos, just the way he kind of pulls up. Dude's a true hooper, and he's going to be really exciting to watch. This is a pretty good draft class. I'm not going to lie. Like I haven't kept up too much with college basketball, but I don't typically do that besides the tournament, and then I get like all into like the, what the draft experts are saying, load up on a little podcast, and it's kind of like, you know, Compare and contrast what they're saying and form your own opinion about everybody else's. So I noticed that uh, that Mysterio's got a nice looking stash going on, as do I. But I might be I've been, I've been had the stash. The stash looks pretty good. I like the the draft stash. OKC's on the board, by the way. The pick is in, by the way. Actually, I'm about a minute ahead of you guys. God damn it! So what happens when you have like, or when you're not like streaming it? I guess when you're in Ohio. I'm actually not in Ohio. I'm actually in the UP. That's where my family moved up to. I don't know what the UP is. The Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So look toward, like, it's about. Shout out, Mark. Hey, Patty. Yeah, you get him on here to ask him about uh, Kate Cunningham coming into his Pistons. Did they really call Michigan a mitten? Everybody was talking and lagging at me at the same time. Let's go one at a time. So my question, Patty, was does Michigan actually look like a mitten? 
I'm like, I, I don't, that question really hasn't come up while I'm, while I've been up here. I don't ask them. Hey, so how do you describe where you live? We're talking to lemon pepper, Pat. I forgot. You're not, you're not Midwestern, Pat. You're Southern playing <laughs> in lemon pepper, Pat, fresh out of Texas. That's my bad. That's a horrible question by me. You can go ahead and cut that out whenever. No, 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 no. We're leaving it in. We're pool. We're, we're dating everything. In. We're not cutting anything out, including my like distractedness trying to figure out how to get this goddamn thing on twitch oh no i just didn't know if we had if we were live yet or not heart of a lion that's why i got you over ubong thank you thank you thank god somebody said it ubong was coming for blood on that last pod i don't know if it's because of the precedent i set in the first one that he was on but i i kind of felt like he was coming for blood he was coming at zach he was coming for everybody so the we got the thunder choosing josh giddy yeah, that's the guy at Australia. I couldn't remember what his name was. We've got a guard looking right here. Josh what? Josh Giddy. We've got a 6'8", 185 guard out of Australia. Wow, he put more weight on. Shout out Morgan. He's young. He's going to grow into his body. This, this might potentially be the best pick of the draft. I don't really think so. I think there's actually another European. I can't remember his name either, but he played in the Turkish league, Was is 18 years old as well, and absolutely balled out. Oh, uh, no. I know you're talking about the center yeah. who lost yeah. like 20 pounds. I think they were talking about him today on a – what did I hear them talking about him today? I was going to say Levitar, but I don't even know if it was Levitar. It was probably uh, Zach Lowe or something that I was listening to. All I'm saying is this is a kid who's been playing against grown-ass men for a while – playing professional ball, just like Luca. Don't be surprised if he's out here putting numbers up early. Something else about him that I really noticed about his game was that, you know, he plays like a veteran. He controls the pace of the game. He's the point, so it's a little bit easier. But he absolutely will just pick it up. Or like, well, really, what he's he's good at he's good at controlling the half court offense. So like, for him to just sit back, slow it down, you know, settle in, run a little pick and roll, little mid range pick and pop, you know, this kid, don't be surprised when he's when he's uh, the most talked about player coming out of this draft. Yeah, solid guard play out of him. Solid guard play. Can't, <laughs> Can't say senior guard play because he's only 18. <laughs> he's only 18. <laughs> even though even though he's young, even though he's only 18, still a savvy veteran leader. He plays like a veteran, Patty. Now, see, now you're you're making me seem like I'm doing no, 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 thing no, here. No, no, I no, know no. who Josh Gaddy is. I follow Australian basketball. You don't think I follow Australian basketball? Do not come at me like that. This kid has been playing in the league for a few years now, all right? <laughs> Lemon pepper. When was, when was his rookie year? Yeah. He just got drafted. No, in the Australian league. In the Australian league. In 2000. No, wait, no. no. <laughs> I meant. <laughs> You're leaking confidence. You're leaking confidence. That's because Pal yeah, no, no, stuck no, his no, hand no, up. No, 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 what did no, I do? No, 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 Hold on, guys. I almost got this Twitch thing figured out. We're almost there. 
Don't blame that on Pow. Don't blame that on Pow at all. All right. Come on, Mysterio. Let's go. I meant I meant 2018. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely didn't see you pause for a minute and then look down at your computer or your phone and then look and then start to answer. My internet is garbage. If I pull up any windows right now, I will start to lag. That is a fact, Jack. All right. Just because yeah, I, I can I can see the reflection in your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Point Patty, okay, who's guys. on the clock? <laughs> Warrior's pick is in. I think I'm like this close to having this, guys. Sounds good. <laughs> it's fine. I'm almost there. We're we're doing it. We oh, are. Oh, okay, okay. The Warrior, Kuminga. Jonathan Kuminga. That's another great guy in this class. Give me a little rundown on Kuminga. Ooh, Kuminga had potential uh, to be maybe the number one pick earlier on in the year because he was also on that G League at night team with Jalen Green, and dude was balling out there a little bit. Now he dropped off, was a little inconsistent, and I think that's why you've seen him slip in the draft. But he has potential to be a really solid big man in this league. I mean, especially for what the Warriors need right now. Like they're they're gonna have a healthy Steph and a healthy Clay, hopefully next year. Draymond's coming back. What and they need another guy that can help Steph really score. I think like yeah, he re- they really just need another one, like another person, just to help Steph score if Clay's out, or help Clay score if Steph's out, or the other way around. Yeah, it's it's crazy. He's really more of a wing, but. Like, he can defend the power forward for real. And um, I don't think he's he's quite big enough to really just, like, be set at the five, though. You are saying that he was a big man. but um, No, but he, he can he, – he he's, he's going to be one of those he guys can that can give you some solid minutes at the five, but, you know, you're not always going to rely at, on him at that position. I think if the Warriors go back to their small ball lineup, I think that's uh, something that you might see is Jonathan Kaminga at the five and maybe Draymond at, or uh, maybe Jonathan Kaminga at the five, maybe Draymond at the five and the other one at the four. Little, little Andre Iguodala 2.0. Exactly. Yeah. I like his shot too. He's got a really smooth shot. You know, some guys, they come into the league looking like Lonzo. Some guys, they come to the league looking like Kaminga. So, Kaminga, how, how are we doing on this uh, this Twitch thing? We're doing pretty good. So, so the Warriors are picking this guy up. I, I honestly would be shocked to see if he stays there, but he's totally within their realm. The Twitch thing. I forgot my password, so I have to reset that. So I'm in the process of doing that now, but I swear we're going to get this thing going, guys. In the second round? Continue. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Well, lucky for you guys, I have notes on everyone in this draft class. Oh, do you now, Mr. Reflection? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because he's our draft like- expert. He did research on this. There's a reason why Mysterio was asked to come on, and he gave us his very valuable time to do so. Who, uh, who's on the clock right now? Right now, we're oh, on the clock. Uh, oh, my, my shit's buffering. God damn, this is embarrassing. Orlando What's one of your guys' favorite everything. drafts of all time? What's one of your guys' favorite draft picks to, like, the Heat? Uh, Dwayne Wade. Mysterio. Yeah, that's like, Besides Dwayne Wade, like, do you have any, that, like, favorite role players that were drafted that you can think of? Like, for me, like, I remember Jordan Farmar being drafted, and I was a huge fan of him at UCLA. So I was just super stoked when he became a Laker. 
I'll, uh, I, I can say yes. Uh, Chetty Osman for the Cavs. I thought that um, if he were able to have studied under LeBron for a couple more years, I think that he probably could have been an all-star, like all-star caliber. Like that's the type of offensive player he was. And he was an average defender. And I mean, really since LeBron left, I don't think he's made too many improvements. The only one that we drafted that I was really high on was Norris Cole. Um, oh man. Yeah. Right. Shout out Norris Cole, especially in the 2013 Miami heat Harlem shake video. But um so most of their role players that stand out to me have, have definitely been like savvy dudes that they bring in, like, you know, white chocolate. We got Eddie house, um, whatever I'm spacing because I'm stoned, but veterans like that. Those are the, those are the guys that I like. Andrew Bynum was a really exciting draft pick for the Lakers. Zildowskis. Zildrunas was a great one. Zildrunas was a he was drafted by the Heat. No, no, no. I'm saying no, no, no. Zildrunas I think was drafted by the Cavs. But yeah, when that's he what got I got to too. Heat, but when he got to the Heat, that was the uh, that's that's. Yeah, I was saying my about. favorite role players were not the drafted guys. Jeez, pal, listen to your own podcast. He's 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 trying to I listen. Will, I will in post. And, um, but I'm yeah, I'm trying to figure out this whole Twitch thing. I thought I just. I'm trying to send myself like a reset to this account right now. You know, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it working, and it's gonna maybe be worth it. But we'll see. Ooh, we'll see. all right. The pick is in. Pick is in Orlando. Orlando has the eighth pick as well. Nice. Yeah. Go- oh they, yeah, that's they right. They have the Bulls pick. Is. Yeah, they have the Bulls pick for uh, Vucevic, the Russian. Yeah, and they drafted a German, Franz Wagner. They got the other wa- that Wagner. That is not huh? his name. You just made that up. It's I Wagner. Franz Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner. His uh, his brother plays for the Wizards. Lying. There is. I'm not. <laughs> that if that German name is he written went, into he, a he script, to, he, it's he problematic. He went to Michigan. He went to Michigan. That that name, if it gets written into a script, is problematic and gets someone fired. Why? Franz, that, that's like the most German name of all German names that you could ever have. Yeah, but I feel like it's still not nearly the worst associated name with Germans. So, like, what are you talking about? No, oh my god, no, like, it's, not it's not like, like Adolf, Adolf Wagner or something. I think Wagner's a bust. That's what's going on here. Me too, brother, but not for the reason that you think. I think he's a bust because he's from the University of Michigan. That's why I thought he was a bust. Oh, I am. Yeah. There you go. He just got drafted on our end. There you end. go, Patty. He uh he was also playing in the up. Where are we at on the clock? We got uh, two the pig is the in. It's uh it's the king's pal, pick. Pal, I gave up. I saw how <laughs> far behind I was and I took shit. <laughs> the king select Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell, that dude balled out for Baylor. That's somebody who I did see play in the tournament. National champion right there, BC. I mean, Mysterio. Real serious veteran guard play with this guy. This guy actually knows what it takes to play in high-pressure situations. This guy has what it takes to possibly be the best player coming out of this draft class, if you ask me. 
Whoa! Mysterio bomb. I think because of you know he's he's already grown accustomed to people knowing his name and the spotlight being on him and the interviews and he's had a big program and they you know even though it was all covid up he was still the face of that team i think that's going to do him well going to this organization that's essentially starless and he's really solid behind three really good I, I think he, he he's going to be. Did a, you say he went to the Kings or OKC? He's going to the Kings. Oh, they got Darren Fox. They're not starless, but he won. This guy won so. three National Defensive Player of the Year awards. This guy's going to be a really, really good player. I, I like he's going to be really solid in this league, and he was so fun to watch for that Baylor team too. He went off for them, and that's the reason why they won that national title. The Natty. The Natty. The Natty dude. I really want to just do this. All right, guys, separate, we're abandoning Twitch. I'll, I'll figure out this Twitch on a, on a separate day with Patty. He'll, he'll, can, he'll help me we, out. We can go to YouTube Live. Do you have a YouTube account? We can go to YouTube Live. Actually, that is a much... All right, proposed trade. Proposed trade. We have the Grizzlies receiving Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe and the picks of 2021 picks, 10th and 40th overall, and a 2022 protected first-rounder from the Lakers. And the Pelicans get Jonas... Fallon Junis, the 2021 pick, 17 or the 17th and 51st overall pick. So, so that's that's where we are right now. This th- this trade is actually happening right now. This trade uh, has I, gone yeah, through. It's, it has. They're through, getting so two picks back pot. in this draft class. They're they're swapping picks this draft class. Oh, okay. So they're, they're not giving up futures for picks in this. They're they're giving up a future pick, but they're swapping picks. A couple of players, um, and yeah, and then that's pretty much it. That Boys, we got breaking news on the baseball side. It looks like Max Scherzer is not going to the Fathers. He's going to be a Dodger. Look at that. Whoa. No. Check it no. out right now. Passing mom. We got an no. elbow bomb. No. Way. Cookie monster doesn't like that. That was pretty good. That was, that was pretty good. That was really good. It started really high pitched. I didn't like where I was starting with that. Well, you you want to give it? You want to try again? Take two. He muted himself when he did it. Cookie doesn't like the sound of that. I love the sound. I of like cookie. the first one more. You know what? I Elmo bomb couldn't be matched. I tried hitting him. I couldn't do anything for that. I hate that that just happened and that the Dodgers don't just got it. Max Scherzer. That's really fucked up. Sorry, it's not I fucked get, up. I, I think I it's beautiful. It. I don't know what you're talking about. Jeanette's probably – you know who I'm happy for most? Jeanette. Fan of the pod. Should we bring her on? Get her on the pod. Let's do it. Get right her on now. the pod. Let's get Jeanette on. Let's get some just live. For, we, just for a reaction. We need, we need live reaction. I know this is a draft po- NBA draft special edition podcast. Oh, live pick is in. Zaire Williams out of Stanford's going to the Pels. Zaire Williams. I don't even think I finished saying his last name. My bad, Zaire, Zaire Williams. My bad. I'm Zaire leaking confidence. Williams. I'm back in that way. What's the rundown on them, Patty? What's what's Zaire's game? Apparently, LeBron thinks that that boy can flat out hoop. Ooh, 
the LeBron seal of approval? The LeBron seal of approval. Apparently, he played at Sierra Canyon with Bronny and um, Wade's kid. So he's just a little bit older. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit older. Hooper for sure. Oh, he's this, small. He's got a lot of he's talent. He's small. In this guy is small. Oh wait, I think I'm All looking about at a, I, think, I think I'm looking at a football player's details right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got to I got to hear about him now. I got to hear about who you thought you were looking at. I, I need to hear his stats. <laughs> Out of Bryant University, the Bulldog sitting at a 6 foot 180 got first team all league one year um and yeah he helped lead the bryant university bulldogs go dogs to a nine and three season his rookie season there we go and he made it and he made it to the all-star game too zaire williams out of bryant oh university congrats shout out brian williams no zaire williams zaire, zaire williams, williams. yeah Get the name right. Where I got Bryant, uh, Bryant University. Are we See, I do, I do football prospects too. I got my notes mixed up. <laughs> where's Where's that you're going? Where's that you're going, Mysterio? Uh, I think he'll probably have a cup of coffee somewhere and then wind up in the Canadian League. Yeah, which teams are, are looking at him? And uh, oh, what position is he? By the way, uh, I don't think I got that. I don't know. I think he's a safety. <laughs> it seemed it seemed like he was a defensive player, but it didn't say cornerback. I'm going safety. He's way too small to be a linebacker or anything else. Yeah, easy. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. I'm still trying to get this live thing off the ground. God damn it. Where are we at in this basketball draft? Uh, we're uh, we're commercial. We're on pick eleven right now. We're waiting for the Hornets. Uh, uh, it's a commercial for me. I must have missed the Hornets pick. Wow, Patty, you've got the. I, I'm sorry. I was I was interested in in who we were talking about. My man Zayer Williams out of Bryant University. He's actually a he'll be an NFL draft prospect next year, 2022. Next year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you mark that down. So, as a freshman, Zaire Williams, the one that just got drafted, he put up 10 points a game, almost 11 points a game, five almost five rebounds a game as a guard. That's pretty solid. That's some that's, solid guard play right yeah, there. Yeah, that's really good guard so play. Myself. All right, the pick is in for the Charlotte Hornets. We're, we're, we're still waiting. They're, they're, they're showing the rookie of the year draft or rookie of the year results right here, right now. So well, and we're so waiting, on, waiting of, on that. Speaking of the rookie of the year, do you think that there's actually another superstar that they're going to get with this pick to pair with them? You're talking about LaMelo Ball? Yeah, is there another rookie or is there another player in this draft class that you think will be a superstar to pair with Lonzo or I think I think Charlotte's just gonna you know they've had a pretty good track record of drafting they've got Mitch Kupchak out there now shout out Mitch uh he's gonna help them out as well 
kind of bringing on a solid piece because I think when you got a guy like LaMelo, he's just going to make everybody around him better. And that's all he's going to continue to keep doing. I think they're going to take the guy from Turkey because that Hornets team is in need of a starting center. Um, and that guy from Turkey, I can't pronounce his name. It's like Sun Gun or something. Um, uh, but regardless, he's a he's a center. He's the best center on the board according to like ESPN and stuff like that. So I think that's probably who this pick is going to end up being. Oh, oh, James Buck Knight. Or Book Knight, James Book Knight, the no, guard out this of guy, This guy's been really uh, gaining, climbing the ranks lately in draft talk. Started low, but I guess at the at the draft combine, he just went off and put on an absolute sh- three point shooting display, and that's what shot him up here into the lottery standings. First, I'm glad we all really know about these draft picks. Look at us, just a solid group of draft experts. A couple Absolutely. of Jonathan Gavani's over here. Couple well, of Kendrick Perkins cutting one, it up. If there's one thing you know about this guy, it's that he was at least getting the best of the best coaching whenever they were playing practice against the women's team in college. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So like he was, he had some good competition um, in practice, and like you know he's averaging twenty fucking points. That that's that's a pro. You know, get him. I mean, in the that's league. that's a solid roundup right there. It's it's more like eighteen point seven. I'm looking at twenty point two. Patty last Cake. last season he averaged uh, in the fifteen games he played fifteen point seven or I'm sorry eighteen point seven points per game and five point six boards. Yeah, I got five point six boards as well, but I have two point two. Are you are you saying the world worldwide leader in sports is wrong? BSPN is wrong. And Tell them why they're wrong. And Yahoo because they fired right. Chris Cody. They did. How stupid of them. That was so dumb. That was the dumbest decision they possibly. Now they have competition coming for their throat. Oh, absolutely. All Metal- their dirty laundry is getting thrown out into the wind. Oh my gosh! Everybody, it's, it feels like everybody who was a free agent, like just it is a giant name in some kind of industries, joining Metalark in some fashion. Jeanette. Eric, what's up, my people? You guys look amazing. Joining us on the Cutthroat Podcast from Lower After Hours right now, we have Eric, Mike, Rant, and Fan Account, and we got Jeanette out in Los Angeles. We've asked them to come on here to talk live, breaking special sports coverage during our NBA Draft Edition to talk about this trade to the Dodgers. Now, all day we've been seeing that Max Scherzer was going to be going to the Fathers, and all of a sudden, at the last second... The World Series champs come and swipe right in and take him. Jeanette, we need your live, honest feedback right now about how you're feeling about this. Honestly, I had no idea it was finalized. I saw a lot of um, back and forth. Uh, All day it was Padres, then I heard Angels. Then at the last minute, it was uh, Andrew Freeman trying to work his magic, as he always does. And I am Mad Max, another Max gray trey turner i think is coming with one of the turners another turner too many turners too many maxes y'all are getting trey turner too allegedly no allegedly allegedly man back to back mysterio back to back champs i need (sighs) i need patty cakes to come in here and confirm or 
deny that. All right. So according to Jeff Passens, VSPN, in the trade to get Max Scherzer, Trey Turner is also included. That's per Jeanette, are you hoping that they get rid of Bauer in that trade? Uh, uh, well, I know that that is way too complicated of an issue. He's still on that administrative leave for being a disgusting human being. Um, no one's going to want him. They're going to, you know, freaking Dodgers. Guggenheim has more money than God at this point. So what is that fucking contract worth to them? And uh, whatever it's going to be, they're, they're just going to have to... On Bauer, they really dropped the ball because up to this point, they haven't even, you know, Dodgers usually, whenever they hit a sore spot, try to like cape up under the legacy the that is Jackie Robinson. This does not extend to that. So obviously they're lost in the playbook because they couldn't even put out a message of being, you know, anti-domestic violence when this came out. And I get it. It's, you know, it's that whole guilty i mean innocent until proven guilty oops early springboard jumped the board on that one but fuck that guy fuck his contract and um i have no idea i don't know if this on paper makes us better than what we were it kind of makes up for him not being there anymore but fuck the giants are still like there ain't no joke boys they ain't no joke well, I mean, neither are I the wish. Padres. Like, like they're kind of a joke. They're kind of a joke. Yeah, they're no. They're the Padres, the Padres are bringing in, bringing in some talent. I think Padres Corey, need to do it in the playoffs. Okay, Corey. Yeah. Okay. One to talk. Do it in a regular season. In a full season. Do it in a regular Ooh, season. Since when does the regular Dodgers, season mean yeah. more than the playoffs? Please. Dodgers, do it. In listen, really? listen, Mysterio. If you were any good at this, you wouldn't have said the Frogers, okay? You just combine the two because they're so <laughs> close, all right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Rogers. Oh, look, first of all, it's like I get it when you're up and coming and you do the cute little antics everybody's gonna be behind you like mad props for the home run chain and everything which by the way that's like a total steal from Miami they gotta like now that there's NIL they gotta throw some money at you know somebody at the University of Miami and compensate them for totally stealing the home run chain because that's that was the turnover chain. We all know what it is. And Machado, of course, he's from Miami. So he's probably the one that came up with that idea because he saw it on some college kids' Instagram. It is what it is. So, Manny, you got a lot of money. Throw it at the U. You know what it is? Uh, secondly, yeah, hitting <laughs> home runs and everything and finishing second or third in the division is, like, totally cute. But now you have actual expectations. So when I try to, you know – I'll pace the Dodgers in the couple months we have left or play San Francisco tight. I don't know, but everything they're doing down there is really cute and stuff. And we'll see what happens after 162. I, I, they'll probably be a wild card team. You're right. You don't know. We'll see what happens after 162. And we haven't seen the Dodgers able to do it in the playoffs after a full 162. Patty, where are we at in this draft? Making it to. Right. 
to three out of the last five World Series after 162, that's pretty much. You only won one, and it was the one without the full season beforehand. Where's your World Series? Rogers. Where's your World Series, Mysterio? Where's your ring? Boy. Where's your ring? I want to see. Oh, he's ready. He's ready for it. 2003 doesn't count. We got we Dude got in this 20, decade. We got 2018, we got 2013, 2008 and 2004. Boy, yeah, that, was, that was a mistake thinking that he wasn't a Sox fan right there. <laughs> Fake local. We got a focal over here. here. I, 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 what happened yeah. to Duval? Where's Duval's baseball team? How are the Duval Dodgers doing? No, but Jumbo that, Shrimp, know. baby. Marlins AAA team. You already know your boy has a custom jersey. I always love like the whole whatever the offseason, the off years that the Red Sox have because they'll go one or two years of just being super average. And then that third year, fourth year, whatever, it's like they go right back up and it's always really good. This is just me. It's always really good when they have those series where they really embarrass the Yankees and humble them down to, you know, average men that, you know, whatever baseball players, whatever the average of a man is. And I delight in that because there's there's nothing more satisfying than seeing Yankees fans complain about when their teams are average and how they don't oh get any God. breaks and everybody's against them. It's like pump it into my veins. If I'm like, if there's a way to put that into life support, if I was on life support, I'm pretty sure that's what would bring me back just the tears of Yankee fans lamenting losing to the Red Sox eight, eight to seven on an average Wednesday. Put that in my veins. It'll restore me. It's great. It's like one of the greatest things ever. All right, a, mom, so- a mom's hug, the tears of <laughs> Yankees fans, and getting like a free ice cream that you weren't expecting. That's what, what more is there, really? Not much, I think. Couldn't have said it better myself. I agree. <laughs> so this is Red Sox can suck it. Thanks for Mookie Betts. Idiots. <laughs> Yo, Verdugo. Verdugo's. I'm coming around on Verdugo. I was what do you think of Kike? Kike's a man. He's so awesome. He's fantastic. I miss him every single day. He's just so cute. He's so good. I'm glad he's shining with um with you guys now. But goddamn, I miss that man. No, Verdugo Verdugo's the the big piece of that trade. That man is gonna turn into the next Mookie. You wait and see. Yeah, but if you do want to like go on Twitter and just see a Yankee fan crying, uh, you can follow X's boy at um. It's at JSwitWS. And uh, say that again. It is cat is J Swit WS. Don't roast that uh, Yankees he, fan. Isn't Beep a Yankees fan? At Beep so Count is, on Twitter. And roast him too. Steve Arduini and um Aunt Stiano. All of y'all Yankee fans. I how'd that 4-0, eighth inning loss, comeback. No, lose no hitter deal. comeback. Nevertheless, did he, did he have a no hitter going into that? He had a yeah. no hitter going into that. So uh, I like, can't I think even he did lie. The seventh or the eighth. I actually fell asleep in in the middle of that game uh, because you know baseball it'll it'll put you to sleep sometimes. I'm not afraid to say it. 
and it's a great great time to catch a little nap ski and i miss that good thing there's the box score and other learned um, associates that can bring us up to pace when we uh, happen to fall into the much needed you know july naps of baseball are we live have we uh no we're not live uh, it didn't work out i was gonna say I, what, what's some sports that we've fallen asleep to recently? The USA versus Iran game. I literally fell asleep, woke up at the end of the first half, went into the second half, knocked out, and then woke up right when the fourth quarter was about to end. So it's like I didn't get to see any of the – I fell asleep twice during that game and, like, missed like, – like, if I didn't have the game on, I would have stayed awake. Uh, so, I, you know, that brings me to a good question since uh, Mysterio here was saying that he fell asleep during that no-hitter into a comeback. Uh, what's a recent sporting event you guys have fallen asleep during? Um, it was a gold, the gold, the last gold cup game that the U S had, uh, I, I think it was against Canada. Yeah. I fell asleep through that. I didn't wake up until like the final 10 and that's when they scored the go ahead goal. The USA did. But for most of that, I was trying to do my best, you know, support those, you know, bum ass men, overhyped overpaid and whatnot whatever and I fell asleep I don't know if that's soccer or, or whatever me personally but yeah then after that I was like cool they squeaked it out and then went back to sleep again so it happens that way Patty I I uh so we had this past Friday it was the last game or one of the last games that Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo were playing for the Cubs and um or i'm sorry it was actually this past monday um and my dad and i were planning on trying to go up from austin to chicago to see that game and we ended up just driving all the way back here which is fortunate because javier baez walked it off on amir garrett uh, by hitting like a fly ball to like deep center field but uh like so fortunately we didn't have to go and watch that walk off that painful loss and then have to get up in the morning and keep driving but i did end up falling asleep before that game uh ended while we were listening on the radio on the way uh, back up here i got it i got another taboo sports fan practice question where do you guys stand on leaving the stadium early because i'm all for it i don't care what the fucking score is I would much ra- – I mean, unless unless it, the stakes are close, it, it, it all depends about the stakes, stakes of the game. I'll stay to the end of the game depending on the stakes, but, like, as a Jags fan and as someone who goes to minor league baseball games, I'm leaving in the seventh inning. I'm leaving in the top of the fourth. That's how it is. So I'll, I'll take – I'll start off here. Lakers tickets cost a buck, Okay. And I'm not just about to walk out early on a Laker game because that cost me some serious money. A Dodger game, you know, a little 25, you know, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say $25 isn't a lot of money, but $25, 20 bucks, you know, the game's kind of decided and you're kind of thinking about that traffic getting out of that funnel. That is the Dodger stadium parking lot. Uh, That's a little bit different. Or if you go to, if you go to the game by like, so like recently we got the gold line coming out to the San Gabriel Valley out here. And now we can totally take, you know, it's it's like 30 minute trip or uh, maybe like 45 minute trip, actually, out to Union Station, out to downtown. And then they have free buses from Union Station to uh, Chavez Ravine. So you take them there. 
So you get you can for like a dollar twenty-five, nice pretty transportation from home to the Dodger game. So you want to dip out a little bit early because that LA traffic can be nasty. And the last time I decided not to do that, it was worth it because we got to I got to see the Dodgers going to double uh ex, sorry, extra innings. And then uh Yasmani Grandal hit a walk-off home run. Baseball. Yeah, during we're not, NBA we're not draft skipping special. Past that, pal. No, no, no. We got to keep mentioning that yeah, this is during the NBA draft special. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we got to see. I got to see Yasmani Grandal hit a walk-off home run to win the game. But then we were waiting for that bus to go back to uh, Union Station for almost an hour, and that sucked. So, like, I think it's different depending on the sport. Like a baseball game, I'm fine cutting out early. You know, uh, I'm not. I don't know. You know, we can't. We haven't got to experience SoFi, but like. I experienced the Coliseum and that's a pain in the ass too, to get out of here. So also it could be depending on location, Jeanette, maybe you can back me up here on this. I see you nodding along. So that's why I'm saying that. Uh, but Lakers games, I'm staying, I'm sticking through. I remember the Lakers were down 18 points heading into the fourth quarter against the, uh, Bobcats during the first time we had Dwight and my friends were ready to peace out. And I was like, we got Kobe Bean Bryant on this team. There's no way I'm walking out of here. We still have a shot to win it. It's only 18 points. What happened? Lakers win that game by one. So, you know, that's my case. Kobe. Fuck yeah. That's an awesome story. What do we got, Jeanette? Uh, So, I I guess I am the, I don't know, I I may be the standout here, the exception to the rule. I am the get there early, leave there till it's over type of person. Uh, especially when I am invested, which is really weird because, you know, I'll go to game 35 regular season game of a Dodger game and I'll treat it with a lot of the same fanfare as if it was like World Series, you know, game seven, everything is on the line. So arriving super early, but that's just a function of Los Angeles and our crappy freeways and everything else. Um. Yeah, I remember the Coliseum. It's the same thing. It's, you know, drop me off by the 110 and I'll walk there. It's a lot easier than actually having to drive. And then the uh, the prices are insane. Getting to Staples Center is not that bad. Um, yeah, I'll trudge through it because I'm just like thinking, I, I paid for this. So why am I not going to get the full experience? And sometimes the full experience is a loss. Um, but sometimes stuff happens in between. Between. I don't know. I picked for the helmet game. Am I, am, I might win the hat, you know, at Dodger Stadium. Who knows? I may, just selected you know, Moses catch... Moody, guard who? Arkansas. Wow, good for that guy. Even though I don't know who he is, but good for him. How can you not know who Moody is? That guy is electric with the ball in his hands. Are you kidding me? He shot 36% from three this year. He's 18 years old. That's amazing. In the oh, SEC. No. No experience guard play then because he's 18. No, but he plays no, but you like can a still veteran. And you can still have solid guard play even with young guys. Scrappy young guy, lots of talent, shot it out of the gym. Way to go. Way We're to talking go. about a dynamic 6'6", 205 score, 16.8 points per game, 5.8 rebounds. Uh, off the he's top got of my head, tools. I think 1.6 assists. shooter from the field you know he's you've seen him check really solid games against baylor you know arkansas you don't see the razorbacks typically uh 
in contention there and you know he led them to a 25 and 7 record i i think i i, I don't know this is just off the top of my head coach feel for the game check Co- defensive versatility check the intangibles oh that's check. quite possibly the most important tool the intangibles you can't coach oh it's got you be. can't coach the intangibles born with them you know born with them Jeanette. Oh, Trula and them boys. Absolutely. Yeah, she remembers. So, yeah, back to traffic. (laughs) I talk about how bad Waco traffic is. That is the worst thing I have ever been through, ever. Waco traffic. Not the worst thing that I associate with Waco. Well, uh, you know what you are associating with Waco is what they're doing to their freeways. It is. It is awful. It is. It is so bad. So is that joke. Oh my god! What was that? Way to go, Patty. Way to go. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke. I thought it was. I thought it was a good joke. I feel like we're far enough away from from any uh, any reaction. I mean, it's been a couple of decades. Um, Chip, oh, Chip and Joe have. Yeah, Chip and Joe have done their best to disassociate Waco from, you know, French Davidian and whatnot. Um, but it, it still lingers for some of us old heads. And, uh, you know, we, we still know. They made, they made a whole TV show out of it or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. I think they, uh, I think I watched that actually with the guy from Friday Night Lights who played Tim Riggins. He lost a lot of weight yeah. for that role. It was insane. I was like, this guy was a total dish. And like, for the role, he just like leaned out completely. It was insane, but he looked good. He still looked good, you know. All right, Thank so we know. got so Jeanette, we we've had the draft coverage going on. Uh, the Max Scherzer trade isn't the only trade looking like it's happening today in Los Angeles. Lakers, it's looking like the Lakers gave up a little bit of a haul for Russell Westbrook to come on by. Now, the way I explained it earlier, and the way we discussed it is, or this is how I kind of viewed it, and I don't know if you agree with me or disagree, but. I think having Russell Westbrook as your third best option is a really good third option, you know, cause you're not look you're not relying on him to be the best player on the team. That's where LeBron and AD are going to take over and he's going to come in, be a really good facilitator with the ball. They're going to be able to do a lot with the pick and roll with him and LeBron or with AD. So I think it, there's a plus side to that. That's the way I'm kind of looking at it. And I really believe in Frank Vogel. How do you feel about it? Yeah, um, I was just, uh, you know, Jeff had brought this to my attention a couple of days ago, and I was trying to do my best to, like, diffuse his, uh, he didn't want this, and I was just like, well, maybe at the end the money doesn't work out, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how money works in the NBA, it's a lot of stuff that's known and unknown, I don't know any of it, Um, and I was just like, projecting towards the now because obviously having been won a title last year and it's the the championship expectations are 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 back so it's a building of the now who is available what is the best fit to surround them and to go forward and to be competitive um you know and aside from I think maybe two years ago two three years ago Russell has also hasn't had like any major injuries to speak of, right? So him being fresh on account of playing on a bad team, not having to go into the playoffs, et cetera, uh, 
that's beneficial because all of these guys are what we what we've seen now is important is to be either close to healthy fresh going into this because even with as much as they tweak the schedule to allow them to rest it's still incredibly important there's all kinds of stuff that we cannot account for I still don't know what the hell how Jan is like his knee he totally recovered after that whole flamingo dip so you look at that positive and then if it is for the now the fact that it's two years it's great um I'm not sure when LeBron is up if if they kind of are going to both exit at the same time and then after that it's who do you bring around to build around AD and to continue because if over the next two years they can get one more it's really good um, or if they just march deep into the playoffs, um, I would consider it good. I know that more hardcore Lakers fans would just feel like they fell short with what they have, but it, it you know, it's still an, it's still a huge improvement. And if just one other thing though, like LeBron, if you're hearing this, no more movies, no more movies, please, no more movies, no more animated movies, no more anything. Just like you know, work on your, your projects and stuff, but maybe a little bit more of like this and taking care of the body and, you know, leave, leave the acting to later on. There's no pressure. I want to say one thing to that point, Jeanette. So last night I had a, a Twitter exchange with Lou, uh, shout out Lou. Stu, I, what's his uh, handle on, on Twitter? Do you remember Jeff, you know, Lou's handle on Twitter? Um, well, it's Stu God's Army 790, right? There we go. Stu God's Army 790. Shout out to Lou. We were talking about old rock movies. So I started watching the rundown last night. And the entire time I was watching that movie, I was just enamored by the rock. Because I was like, he has it. Like, his comedic timing. every Everything throughout that whole movie. He was brilliant. And now there are points in Space Jam where I say that I felt LeBron did do well in acting but there was some parts that were pretty cringe i should say so i could understand jeanette's point and i and i do to a certain extent agree you know maybe not so much uh any more movies or maybe he that just wasn't the perfect leading role isn't the role for him maybe he's more of like a comedic relief kind of like i, I don't know i think he's played that role before jeanette yeah yeah if if the role for you isn't playing a version of yourself, then acting probably isn't for you. I, I will Excellent say, point. I, I will say, I, I think that his, um, like when his live action acting with like Bugs Bunny and stuff like that, that felt weird and it felt kind of cringe. But, but I'll say like as a voice actor, I thought that it, like his voice acting was actually very good. And and it and it seemed more believable, like when he was actually like voice acting instead of trying to live act with a cartoon. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because the the pressure wasn't so much on him because his facial reactions were definitely over the top. So Jeff, you're joining us right now during our NBA draft special edition. That's why X isn't here today. Um, he was unfortunately not able to make it. So we thought we'd make some tent out of the NBA draft tonight. We've talked a lot of baseball. I, I would say that the the better portion of this podcast is when Jeanette came on to talk baseball and it's overall made it a lot better. But we've covered Cunningham. You know, we've covered the Jalen Greens, the Mobleys, 
the Moses Moody's. You know, we've covered some serious draft talk, but we were just in a discussion about Russell Westbrook kind of coming back around talking about it a little bit. So I think now that we have you joining on the pod, first of all, we have at Los Jiv. That's at L-O-S underscore J-I-V on Twitter from Lauer After Hours joining us for our NBA special draft edition podcast here to talk about a little bit of some hoops. And you know what? I don't know if Jeff's ever listened to this podcast once in his entire life. And I mean that. Um, and I'm not offended by it, only just a little bit. So since Jeff is joining us for the first time, I think it's only fitting that we play our hoops imaging. All right. So... Jeffrey, welcome to the podcast, making your debut on Cutthroat. Wow, what an intro. Um, I, I, I basically just jumped on to complain, to be honest with you. I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, and I know that there's a lot of legitimate basketball arguments, but I don't want goddamn Russell Westbrook on my team. I don't want it. I don't want his $44 million next year. I don't want the $47 million the year after that. I don't want him clanking crap threes from the corner off the side of the backboard at the end of the game instead of giving the ball up to who he should. I'm just bitter right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, given a so uh, I, I agree. Mysterio brings up a good point. I think that the worst, the thing that's going to hurt most in this trade is giving up KCP. I have come around to loving KCP, uh, but he's always going to have a special place in my heart because he's won me a championship, and he was the third best player on the team winning that championship. If it wasn't for him nailing corner threes and talking shit to Duncan Robinson, we wouldn't be anywhere. Okay, and so shout out KCP, Mana from Heaven. You know that that's who the man is, uh, and he's going to be missed here in Lakerland. But yeah, I, 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 I understand, but I don't think that Russell Westbrook is going to be put in those positions because Corey Crisper forward Gonzaga. God, Gonzaga's Gonzaga. got some Gonzaga's got some dudes going in the first round like they're Kentucky right now. And I'm telling you, you didn't mention my boy Suggs just a second ago. I thought that was disrespectful. Don't sleep on these Gonzaga Bulldogs now. Dude, I talked up Jalen Suggs. I said he's going to be an all-star in this league, bro. Where were you? Listen to my podcast. Did you guys Did you guys watch a ton of Gonzaga last year? Because I honestly think that was the most professional college team I've ever seen. I didn't watch I one game. All, I watched okay, I will, say, I will say that I agree with that, Jeff, but Baylor looked amazing in that tournament. Like, they, they, they played just at the same level, I think, if not better, the way they were hitting three. Sorry, uh, Mysterio. No, you're good. Um, I was just saying that um, – I come correct and watch every single bit of this college basketball to get my information right. And this guy coming out of Gonzaga, who was just picked, Patty, give us that name again. 
Hang on, I gotta I gotta wait for the the scrolling thing. The name's gone. It's Corey. It's Corey you know Kispert so because we're a minute behind. So it name? just so no no no. We're a minute. Be- I'm a minute behind. Yeah, we're on delay. We're, we're on, on delay. That's so right. It's you Corey guys are Kispert, on delay. So you guys are- <laughs> yeah. So he was just picked for us. Yeah. No, Kispert. Yeah. No, that was the guy who's balding, dude. He lit up the nation. <laughs> he, he took the nation by storm. That guy is. He's gonna be like delivering kisses. All over the league. Kispert. I'll tell you. I mean, so I'm gonna be USC Homer guy here for a second, but oh, we're talking Mobley. We gotta talk some Mobley right now. We got the inside scoop on some Mobley over here. We got. I, I, I so watched Pat, a good so, bit of it. So Patty is a is a Cavalier fan. He's from Ohio, so he's he's really right stoked on. about Mobley. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Cavs drafting Trojans the last few years, but it's not working good. out. No, it hasn't been great so far for you. Porter but was a real good guy, is, player, though. I did like Kevin Porter. Yo, and then um, the kid they got last year at the sixth spot. Um, why am I blanking on his name? The big. He's on your team. Uh, yeah, I'd have to watch Cavs basketball less than Heat basketball, or more right, than Heat basketball well, to know that. Anywho, um, yeah, the the kid is really really impressive. He's a probably legit six eleven seven foot. And he's very agile. He can shoot the three. He can handle. Um, very good rebounder. He needs to fill out quite a bit. I mean, he's very, very skinny. That's what I said. But but he he has all the skills that you would hope for. So fingers crossed for having. I, I was getting crap in the uh, in the Lauer after hours chats earlier for there not being any good USC basketball players. So I would uh, <laughs> Nick Young, OJ Mayo. What are they talking about? Nick Young, in my opinion, is my favorite USC basketball player of all time. He put that program on that. Well, I mean, Demar Vucevic. Ooh, that's a fun game. Favorite the college Russian. basketball player of all time. KCP. Ooh, like in our lifetime or all time? It, it, how about in our lifetime? And then we could go all time. No, we should. It, well, I mean, same. in our lifetime is like, I feel like all time. Because if we weren't alive to see them, I don't feel like that. that's exactly fair. Like, then that counts. All right. Like, okay. Jeff, like I can't wait, say Kareem Jeff, Abdul-Jabbar because like how much 60s basketball, college basketball. Jeff might have seen Dominique. Or 50s. Jeff, did you see the human highlight reel? Uh, no. I was born no. in 1988. Okay. Well, Whatever. He was How old playing. Do you think I am old enough to be having a gray spot on your head? I've had the gray spot on my head since I was eighteen. Well, I've had a gray you. spot on my head since I was born. Dominique, you can't see it right now, but it's like a white circle right here. Yeah, is the greatest Georgia player of all time, KCP, right there. Ant Man, he he should have stayed, but he didn't stay, so that's why KCP is. All right, I want to go because I, I like my guy. Uh, Aaron Kraft from Ohio State. He played like seven years there, I, I swear to God, and he was a straight-up 3-and-D point guard. I played as hard as him, like, growing up. Like, he was, like, the guy I tried to emulate, like, in, like, youth basketball. And I I think I did pretty pretty solid. I was definitely a 3-and-D uh, point guard. So I got a question really quick because this is how I – well. I wouldn't use the three portion, but if somebody describes themselves as a three and D point guard in high school, does that just mean they're a crap offensive player? Because that's and they were just what, chalking it up. Oh uh, no, I'm not even talking about high no, school. No, listen, I think that I think 
in today's day and age, the three and D player is finally getting the recognition because the three and D player is extremely needed in basketball today. So I think it, it gets a knock. And if you're a three and D point guard, that's you're very you're you're gonna space the floor, but you're also gonna you know defend ninety four feet. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I, I can't a, shoot. That Jeff Jeff is correct in saying that I can't shoot. Yeah, see, I, I was a non three and D point guard. I was I was a pass first point guard that happened to be really good at defense and get a lot of fast break layups. There you go. Now, now we're now we're on the same page. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, favorite college. So I mean, again, like I I kind of got to know one or two of the guys at SC. So like Taj is right up there for me. I love Taj Gibson. You got to know him, dude. Fucking motor. I mean, not really not well. Fucking I've motor. Met him a couple times, but like Taj is one of those. Taj is one of those um, NBA careers that you just respect. You know, he's just. It's what is he like? Fifteen years in or something now. He's it still feel, going. It feels like it. It feels like he's been in here for fifty. I, I feel like it's, it's probably been shorter, but yeah. He's still out there getting you know six seven offensive boards a damn game half the time, and it's just like. I, I don't know how the guy does it, but I, I've always been a huge, huge Taj fan. And then um, I remember very distinctly my freshman year at SC watching OJ play um, play against Blake Griffin. Oh, and that'd be that'd be an awesome, awesome game. Yeah, it was. We kept shitting on Blake Griffin, and then he ended up beating the crap out of us. So. I'm I'm excited. Speaking of like watching good college basketball, I'm excited to go to Ohio State like right now because uh, like Ohio State has like the best draft class like the next two years or I'm sorry signing class recruiting class like the next two years right now. For hoops? So, like, yeah. Oh hell yeah, Patty! You gotta start sending us yeah. some stuff from there, you young buck. Oh for sure, young buck. I sorry. Let me change oh, yeah. that. Jeanette, did we just win some Olympic medal right now? Live look during the draft pod. Yeah, swimming is going on. <laughs> and then we just we totally just bypassed the draft pick that happened for OKC too. They picked that center out of Turkey. Yeah, we did. Oh, they they, they yep. The, yeah, right, the guy we were talking about earlier. Yeah, about earlier. Yeah, man. They, they, you know they're saying he's Jokic light. Oh, you hey, know, like, a, like a light, just, like, What's his name? Uh, it, was, it just went away from the sky. Uh, I, I can't pronounce it. But I, um, I can't, I can't either. Hold on, let me find. Let me find it though, real quick. I I wanna say I heard. God, it was one of the people that are pretty damn good with. With um, foreign, you know, draft pick knowledge, maybe Jonathan Gavoni. Um, but I wanna say I heard him say that he thought this kid should go number one overall. Um, like Ooh. that sort of that sort of like skill set. Yeah, no, no, no. That we we were just that's exactly what we were discussing earlier. We're talking about him, Kaminga, the guy who uh who did Kaminga? I think he went like sixth or no, he might have gone seventh to the Warriors. We were talking about a few guys that had like serious potential for number one that had at least been talked about it. And yeah, the, the center from Turkey was definitely one of those guys, especially after the year that Jokic had. You get those comparisons right away, you know. Ah. Uh, uh, Gavin, we got Gavin's first podcast premiere, his what? debut. No, he's, he fell asleep as soon as I told him what podcast I was coming on. Oh my god, dude, we, Hi, gotta, bring the, we gotta bring the excitement down, guys. 
What's hey, no, he's good, bro. He's a newborn. You, he can't. I got. He can't hear y'all, and he can't even hear me. No, he's he good. Can hear us. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he can. He can feel y'all's love. Yeah, dude. Congratulations, yeah. Flem, joining the podcast. Also from our after hours on our <laughs> NBA draft <laughs> special edition podcast. Was the NBA draft tonight? Yeah, it's going on right now. It's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's going on right now. The Grizzlies pick is in. We, it started at five o'clock. It started at five o'clock. We've been on since about five fifteen. Oh, we're doing like a live. Uh, that's a that's we, that's we were seven. trying. So that's that's going to be one of the jokes that ends up coming out of this pod is we were trying to set up Twitch at first and then YouTube to live stream along with this, and I should have played around with it a little bit before, but it didn't work. We we almost like talked over the fact that Patty felt the need to explain fucking time zones to me. So, Patty, were you about to tell me it was 7 o'clock my time? Like, I don't know how this works? Yeah. Okay, well, I appreciate that. Congratulations, Patty. Well, I know you're, t- I know I you're tired. I know you're tired. I know you're tired. You just have a newborn, so I didn't yeah, know what you were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> Pat, Pat, Patty, you relate more to my newborn than to me, okay? So I you do, let definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, nah. Um, so, pal, all right, so you got everything done. So, what grade are you looking for? Are we allowed to do this year? So, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I just applied to like literally a high school that's like 10 minutes away from my house. Now, I always thought that I'd want to teach high school and, I, and a part of me still does. But I had some chaotic eighth graders for a few months in a, in a long-term sub position. And I got to say, I felt like I fell in love with teaching eighth grade. Like the, the, it's different. It's a lot different than teaching juniors in high school. Because you have their attention pretty much. The Thunder select Josh Giddy guard out of Australia. Ooh, oh, that's cool. Josh so, all right, so he had it. Josh Giddy wasn't he drafted earlier, like like sixth overall? That's <laughs> not what just showed up. So, Patty, that's an old yeah, draft pick. He, he they got, picked Josh Giddy sixth. I swear to God, yeah. it just showed up. That's the guy from no, Aust- think, Yeah, no, that's the Australian. We, we some multiple picks. Look at Australia. Oklahoma hey, City hey, Thunder, I mean, Josh Giddy, sixth pick. That's an old. That's an old draft yeah, pick you're bringing pick. to our. T- you uh, just interrupted hey, me with right now. God, well, not d- even that. Damn it, <laughs> Patty. Uh, maybe your draft is two hours behind mine. But also, I thought we were doing the show bit where he's a minute ahead. He would like. Well, that's. I was gonna say. I thought we'd do the show bit where like he would say something and we would keep talking like he didn't. Like when the show is like comes in with names, and then you and like Barrett got. Well, Barrett actually got excited because he didn't know that. That was an old pick. Trey, <laughs> Trey right. Murphy the I third just, guard Virginia is going to well, the Grizzlies. The pick is I in. I just came here so y'all can tag me that I was on y'all's podcast and get more views. But time to go. Hey well, man, my, my, thank you for coming, Later. joining our NBA draft special yeah, edition. Gavin, it was awesome to have you, ladies and gentlemen. Gavin's- Gavin M. Gavin, Gavin M's first pod. Look at that. It's not even on Lauer After Hours. LTC is going to be pissed. The exclusive. Well, I, I'm already pissed. Yeah, sorry. Sorry there, Jiv. So uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about before the baby came on with Flem. Oh, God damn it. The joke was the baby came on with Gavin. Uh, you win. <laughs> yeah, you that up. Okay, all right, all right. So, so I think I think both of us. Oh, I think both of us have been pretty bad the last couple of minutes. I think we both deserve some booze. Just flush it. Just flush it down the toilet. And I mean, actual like the sound boo. Moo. Moo. I, I said boo. I said boo. Like the. You guys want? I can give you guys some chew. You want to see some chew? Uh, no. 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 
Yeah. I, I have a question. I have a question. Why, why is Jeanette wearing antlers? Jeff, I am so glad you asked. Let me tell you a little story. A couple of weeks ago, I hopped on the Zoom with Cutthroat Pot and gave my prediction on the NBA Finals. And yours truly said, Bucks in six. And how do you celebrate Bucks in six in a national championship? Or, or no, a world title? Larry O'B wear some fucking antlers so people will know you got that shit right. So here I am parading around in antlers because I got bucks in six. Nuck if you buck, Jeanette. Hell yeah. Nuck Hold on. You buck. Hold on. We got to get Jeanette some fanfare on the cutthroat pod. You know you need some sounds here. So let's see what we got in the cutthroat file. You guys see Chew coming on the podcast? I see Chewy. He's not as cute as, as Gavin. Yeah, but you know. Don't hurt his feelings. He's got feelings <laughs> too, so. Do we need to whisper? You're not as cute as a baby. Okay, so we got some basketball swishes, but Jeanette, I feel like you need the predator yell. So we're going to give you the Arnold Schwarzenegger predator yell. proud of you she called bucks and six right here on this very podcast with chew in this yes, very did. room on the cut walter pod. walter's in the cut walter's making his debut on the cutthroat podcast along with gavin uh, he, his barks are exclusive only to uh, blue wire contact though so all right he's really heavy and i don't like holding him so all right jeff but you do win in in the dog in in the dog having Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Look at look at Patty's. There's look at Patty's hat. Yeah. Hat? Are you are, look, Patty? Can you turn to the side? Give us the profile, please. Is that? Oh, yeah. This is so. This is uh. So, I don't know if you saw the meme that I made a few weeks ago here, Jeff, with Patty wearing this hat. But this is where he's supposed to do his Hank Hill impression. By the way, Patty, I'll more remind boom, you. More of a Boomhauer impression. Yeah, but. It's uh I don't know. Let, let's see. Let's see if Jeff likes my limited fake Hank Hill. The only lady I'm pimping is sweet lady propane. propane. And I'm pimping <laughs> and I'm pimping her out all over this town. There that is go. beautiful. That was beautiful. Oh my Jeff. god. That was beautiful. Jeff, the thing, the thing can, I, bring old boom Jeff, can I try thing. to calm you down and persuade you to come onto the Russell Westbrook side of things? Can you? Can I? Right. Can I, I? Can I share with you my my point of view on this? I I I yes, and I should say that like I understand there is probably a legitimate basketball argument to be made. I I'm just I'm just emotional and being a dick right now. But anyway, yes, please continue. Okay, so. Here's what we got going on. Russell Westbrook is going to be our third option. I know you were saying that you don't want to see him checking the ball up late and doing all these things where he's going to be put in that role, and that's not going to happen. Because with like with Dwight Howard, sorry, I had a burp there. Like with Dwight Howard, what you're going to see is that they're going to put Russ in his place a little bit. They're going to tell him, look, this is our team. We come first. We're option 1A, 1B. Okay, whatever works best in the situation we're going to score first. Your job here, you can still get triple doubles, but it's going to be in the low in the scoring side of things. It's 
going to be a little bit on the low side. But I think that he's going to do really well in situations where you can rest both LeBron and AD. We've talked about how he would be really good in a six-man role. Actually, Mysterio was bringing that up. Kind of, you know, if he, if he needs to run with the second unit, he'd be a little bit better. But I think as your third option, he's going to be a really, really great third option. Kind of like how Harden is in, in with the Nets. You know, he may not be as solid as a three-point shooter, but he's going to be out there being a great rebounding guard and a great playmaker that can give LeBron some rest, you know, in crucial minutes. Bye, Jeanette. Bye, Jeanette. Bye, Jeanette. Thank you. Thank you for hopping peace, on. Peace, peace, love, rock and roll, and uh, Bucks and Six. Bucks and Six and uh, fuck Arizona. Um, so I, I would agree with you in theory, but like this is also the dude who was on a team with Kevin Durant and James Oklahoma Martin. City selects Trey Mann, guard out of Florida. Perfect oh, Trey Mann. Perfect time He's for actually decent, City. and I hate Sorry. Florida. I hate Florida. I hate Florida, hate Florida, hate everything about them. But I, I know Florida that Trey, Trey Mann is actually a decent fucking player. And this one, I'm not – well, I don't know. I've seen him play a few times. He, he roasted us. Uh, Florida aside, Jeff, we got to get some pickleball going soon, man. We got to hang I, out. I It'd be cool to get we some should... drinks, you, me, and Jeanette, you know? Dude, I um, I, got a zo- I, I got a Zoom recorder, okay? We could pot yeah, it. We should... I'm down. Also, I was talking to Jeanette about I got, I got a, a good deal on a house over in Catalina. We should go post up over there for a weekend one of these days. That'd be super fun. The the Holy kettle shit, that'd be amazing. You guys, wait, where would you guys have presumably wine and other drinks mixed at? Yeah, I mean that that would be the, the fucking Catalina. Catalina wine mixer. Sorry, Patty, get the fuck out of here. That would be the one. Yeah, I was getting ready to do it. You just came in and just knocked me out of the way. Je- Jeff, do do people actually from that area not like? that like idea that was established with that movie about Catalina. No, Catalinans probably like themselves some Catalinans if we know anything about Catalinans. <laughs> I mean, no, it's just, it's this like, it's just the weirdest little spot of all time, dude. It's, it's about 28 miles offshore. It's part of LA County. It has an LA area code and the whole city, like the main city in Catalina is called Avalon. The whole fucking place is like maybe a mile long, and instead of cars, they have golf carts. It's, and you got it's, a house there? Yeah, you got it. No, it's not my house. I ha- I have a friend that has a house, so I get I get a pretty good rental rate on it. Yeah, in Ca- in California, pretty much uh, the way it works, Mysterio, is you either have a friend who has a house in Catalina or a cabin in Big Bear. Yeah, like one or the other. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's kind of how it goes. Pal, yeah. you strike me as a big as a Big Bear kind of guy. Yeah, I got I got quite a few friends who've got a place up in Big Bear, dude. Big Bear is pretty sick. It's the only dude. you know it's like one of the only places that snows around here. Uh, that's that's pretty close. So you you know if you go during the right time, you know you, you get a nice little snow trip out of it, and it's pretty sick, man. You know it, yeah, Big Bear is a really good time. And even in the summer, it's it's a nice lake. There's like nice oh. skiing and shit like that to be had. It's, yeah, it's I a don't. Good time. I, I don't mean to interrupt you talking about the good time of, of Big Bear, California, but the Knicks pick is about to be in. Now, Patty, I know it's probably almost in it on your side. Is, yeah. 
So what, what do we have? Like, I love the fa- the reaction of Knicks fans. Oh, I, I realize it's on Chewy. Sorry. The Knicks select Kai Jones, forward, Texas. Oh, bust. Big 12, Dude, six man so of the year. Bust. Texas, bust. Bust. Anybody from the University of Texas, absolute bust. Kevin Durant, bust. 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 Oh, fun fact. So DJ Monroe used to play for the football team um, at UT. Uh, he was a um, four-year uh, or four guy there, played a uh, slot receiver and running back. And uh, he was my OC um, at my high school uh, when I played against him. He would tell us stories about how, like, they would go into, uh, like, the basketball court or whatever, like some of the other, like, athletes. And KD would be there, and they'd all – a game with KD or something and he said that KD always picked him because KD would just get the rebound and DJ Monroe was so fast that he'd just start running down the court and then Hail Mary it easy layup and they just get dubs that way cherry picking I like oh, yeah. it oh yeah Dude, people I hate, to, people I, hate I on cherry picking but it's like you know what get back you know what? I'm going to brag a little bit about myself like I do about my pickup game on this podcast because why not brag about yourself on your podcast? But And Ubong's not here to tell you how bad you are. Yeah, honestly, I want Ubong. <laughs> this is right now, This since he's not here, and I'm, I'm not afraid to say it, since he's not here. <laughs> Ubong, hold on, hold You were backpedaling. No, hold on. Hold First, on. Ubong, you were I'm telling you right so now. Hard. No, no, no. Ubong, I'm telling you right now. I'm issuing you. A challenge, one-on-one, Ladera Sarah Park, San Dimas, Via Verde, California, the home of Raging Waters. This is where this is going to go down. We'll get cameras out there. I got cameras. We can video this for a YouTube or something for some tent, you know, if we need to. If people want to see what's really what's up, best three out of two games, you know what I mean? So three games. So it's probably going to go, you know, I'll get, the kid's probably talented, okay? I'll give him that. So he'll probably get maybe one game on me, all right? So best two out of three. It'll be Last solid. Time. I'm gonna I'm a fighter, okay? And I got a motor, all right? I know you and, got hard. And, and this right here. 185? This are you this kidding part. me? I got this like part. 30 pounds on the dude, okay? So good luck moving me around, all right? And right here is where we cut to Ubong saying that he tried out for a G League team and got hurt. <laughs> I just want to say right now on the front end that um, X and Ubong, this is in no way disrespect to either of you, and I love you both. So I just, <laughs> just throwing X's name out there by association, like I know that was. Your I don't friend, want it because listen, we love Ubi, and Ubi's X's boy, and you know by extension, I don't want to disrespect X if I if he if he feels like I'm disrespecting Ubi. So I got to clarify that, okay? Because we love both of them, and we miss X on this pod, and. You know, just, I feel like they need to be said. doing well too. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ubong definitely stole the show by dropping the playing. You know, like getting invited to G League tryouts. Okay, let's, and shit. let's talk about that. Okay, we're gonna uh, talk damn. about that. X never <laughs> in his goddamn life. X was. Oh yeah, dude. We need to get you and Ubong playing one on one. Never once did he mention that this dude has deed up Paul George. Kawhi Leonard, he's playing against these dudes just on the regular and like CIF playoff games. It's like, what the fuck, man? He also like plays with guys from the Drew League. 
Dude, so me, yeah. and the, me and the boys <laughs> that play that have been playing pickup now for three years, like almost every weekend, except you know, or we got stopped during the pandemic. So, but we were going for a good two years strong, and then we thought, you know, let's join a local league. We'll fucking wreck. We won one game <laughs> by one point in every other game. We were so. To be fair though, we weren't the worst team in the league because the team that we beat by one point just so happened to be the worst team in the league, okay? And that's the game where I shined, all right? I showed up in the second half, got off late from work, but I came in that second half and I made a huge impact. Not only did I have the game-winning, or I guess it would have been the game-winning bucket, but I scored a bucket and then I had the game-winning assist to a game-winning bucket late, okay? Because I stole the ball, all right? So I love I love how you were like, yeah, man, I totally stole the game. It was awesome. I showed up after halftime because I had work earlier and <laughs> I also had COVID, but I didn't know it at the time. It was early February. You know, nobody super knew spreader. at the time that COVID was Damn. here. Hey, attaboy, you're a super spreader. Spreading COVID and well, W's all over the court. You know what I'm saying? So I was spreading the ball to sharing the wealth. So picked up <laughs> picked up Kawhi, picked up PG. I picked up COVID, okay? And I still balled out, all right? So let's see him take me on. So that's what I'm saying here. That's the challenge I'm issuing to Ubon right now. One-on-one, dude. Let's see what you got. Uh, You know, because the thing is, like, Zach didn't want to talk himself up, but it's like, Zach, talk yourself up. You're a hooper, too. Like, I was, like, doing all the talking for him. It was a – oh, man, that's neither here nor there. But X did mislead me because he never told me this dude was trying out for the fucking G League guarding – pro players in high school what the fuck just back from peeing but they just the atlanta hawks have selected jalen johnson forward duke anywho right. this guy is gonna be a baller jalen johnson out of duke duke has produced nothing but studs recently precious oh wait no he was from kentucky never mind my bits ruined yeah anyway i was just feeding my dogs and my bitch <laughs> <laughs> good to see you jeff the pick is in kai jones new york Actually, knicks uh it's keon johnson guard tennessee 11.3 points per game 3.5 boards is that key is that a keon johnson jr is that uh, I Am I thinking know. of someone else? He has the he has the draft Martin record Jr. in leap. <laughs> you don't know what I was thinking of. No, yes, no, I do. No, You're I, so I, thinking I think, of Kenny Martin Jr. and you know no, it. No, no, I think <laughs> that smile says everything. I think Barrett might be right. Thank you. I think this guy is the son of a ball player. I think. Look so it too. up. Look it up. Tell me right now. Look at. I want Patty. Patty. All right, you look it up. I'm Patty. looking at my notes and What's it's that name? telling me. What's that name again, Mysterio? What's that name? Keon Johnson. Look up Keon Johnson and I want to know if this Keon Johnson motherfucker, okay, Patty, if this guy is a junior. He's he's a he's, he's a son of a ball player. Wait, no, Guard, no, Tennessee. No. Wait, he's not no, a Barrett, son of a ball player. Barrett, I think I think there was also his name is Christopher Keon Kenyon, Johnson. I think there was like Kenyon Johnson that we're confusing this with. Because like in the last like five or six years, like or or Kenyon Martin Jr. 
like yeah Dawson. no 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 he, he yeah is, no uh he's an yeah. la guy Mysterio, you're, you're just wrong and by the way uh the clippers just dry, uh traded for him whoa oh so he's fucked patty bomb patty bomb clippers gonna clip 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 oh jeff bust it down no, that's all I got. Jeff, how do you feel about my Westbrook analysis? Have I put you at ease at all, even a little bit, like 1%, 2%? I think there's a legitimate basketball argument to be made that he could be useful. However, I just don't trust him to make good decisions when it's time to make important decisions. I think Bron's going to look him in his face and be like, come on. Yeah, but he did imagine it with that KD. kind of guy next to LeBron he James. K, he did it with KD, dude. He, like, like he was playing with fucking Kevin Durant, and he much was still younger, the one cranking younger, up shots. But just like Dwight Howard learned, year. Dwight Howard came back around and he played that role the way he was supposed to play it, right? Okay, but he did for a year. But after that, what is he like? He's he's kind of been. Back well, he went to Philly, Dwight but Howard. I think if he would have came back, he would have did the same thing. And in Philly, he was. He played the same role. It's just that you had Joel Embiid, so you play Embiid more. But here, I mean, if it wasn't for for Dwight, I mean, look at the amazing job he did on Jokic, okay? So he came here and he said, I'm going to play pick and roll. I'm going to play defense. I'm going to rebound. I'm going to block shots. That's what he should have done the first time around. This time he smartened up. So I'm hoping that with Westbrook going to Houston, going to Washington, he's going to learn. I didn't have it that good here. Oladipo is my number two. That sucks. But now I'm playing alongside LeBron, AD, whatever they need me to do to help them win, that's what I'm going to do. And that's kind of what right, I feel then, like he might come in here doing. Then let me ask you this, pal. Um, we just gave up half well, the well, damn actually, roster. Well, actually, the Lakers are going to select a, uh, a pick just took. Um, Isaiah Jackson, a forward out of Kentucky. That's who they would have okay, taken sure. if they were to keep that pick, but I think that that pick might be going to – is it going it's to – It's a proposed trade to the Wizard, yeah. It's yeah, not but, proposed. It's, but he, it's I, they own the pick, I think. If I were any of these teams that trade for the Lakers picks, I would – the stipulation I would put in that is that the Lakers actually draft the guy that they wanted to draft with that pick and then trade it because the Lakers draft so well, and Washington knows this because a lot of Washington's role players, banga uh thomas bryant who they just gave a big contract at center yeah Vog- but that's or not they traded wagner that but actually really like that's they not have, something that you they can have a lot of lakers sure draft about. no but they have a lot of lakers no, draft picks I, right. on that team so lakers have uh, one of the so, best scouting departments in the league and they've drafted really well larry well, nance jr jordan clarkson randall russell you have jr is a beast i uh 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 I, I will love, not stand for any I love Larry, Nance Larry Nance Jr. Good basketball player. I love Larry Nance Jr. Don't you dare disrespect Larry Nance Jr. on yeah, this podcast. The, this is a Larry Nance Jr. podcast. This is a Larry Nance Jr. pod. Fuck you, Mysterio. This what was that, Jeff? Can, can y'all shut up for a second? Pow. You realize that what you just suggested is not legally possible, right? Yeah, I know. Like I do know that. Imagine writing into a contract. We want you to pick what you think is best. Okay, sure. Like that makes 
makes that makes a lot of sense. Lakers, I mean, go up and down the, the line of the guys that the Lakers have drafted over the last five years. How many NBA ball players that are there? Avita no, Zubats. They, they've been also been comes to mind. They've been excellent. I mean, Kuzma was what a forty-two pick. No, Kuzma was 27. Or 27, 27. But they drafted Kuzma 27. They drafted Josh Hart 28. Another great NBA ball player. Good NBA ball there player. There was somebody that they got Shout in out that Kings. draft at like the no, early Josh 40s. It was... All right. I, I, all right. Legit, legit question. Legit question. Uh, Mysterio, this isn't for you. This is for Pow and for Ass Man here. Is Kobe top three? Or our oral top five, because I know my answer, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. Top five, easy, yeah. Okay, That's all I got to so, say. Yes, he is top five. So I would say yes, but can I explain my reasoning? Uh, yeah, for sure, because I'm also going to need a, an explanation from Pal. But Jeff, you want me, you, you want me to go first? I'll yeah, go first. Jeff, go first. Um, okay, so. I would say Kobe's probably top five because, um, and and I think this is kind of a nebulous concept a little bit, but he could, you know he had five rings. He was certainly up there in all the actual accomplishments, but Kobe had this weird ability to inspire. And I don't know if inspire is necessarily the right word, but I, I, I think it's was kind of like evident when when Kobe died, like the effect that it had, even outside of Laker Nation, outside of whatever, it was just this massive fucking thing. And for me, it is an entertainment product. Ultimately, as much as I love the X's and O's of basketball. So for that reason, I would say Kobe's top five because not only was he right up there in terms of the skill set and the accomplishments, but he was the best entertainer we've ever goddamn had. I can I can appreciate I can appreciate that answer uh, for sure. I mean, I, I equate. Like, I, I feel like it's the same thing um, with LeBron, like, because because I'm from Ohio and my mom's from Northeast Ohio. Like, I have some ties to the city of Cleveland and I want that to do well. And especially that 2016 run where uh, LeBron and Kyrie came back from three to one. Like, I equate that with multiple multiple championships like in my personal record book like when I'm comparing like if I'm uh, comparing accomplishments just because of how tough that run was specifically like I I I definitely understand what you're saying and I'll I'll even go as far to say that like I absolutely cried when uh, when I found out Kobe died like I thought like I saw it on Instagram first and it was I was like and it was some Instagram like sports meme page and I was like like what are you doing like this isn't something to like joke about come on now and then like it came out like that was real. And I was like, oh, holy shit. It's just game over. Like, I just like, started crying. I think, and I'm sure, I mean, I know Pow is in the same boat, but I cried for a month. Like, I would. Oh, yeah. This is, this sounds absurd. I still but, cry time to time, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I, I would say that 
and it sounds super ridiculous because I mean, I've lost family members and shit. I would say that was the worst day of my fucking life. It was. It, it sounds absurd, but that was the worst day of my goddamn life. Pretty fucking awful. Yeah. I agree I mean, with that, man. I mean, I, I, I definitely agree. I don't, I, I personally wouldn't say that Kobe was, uh, is, is top five. I think that there are, in my opinion, I think Michael Jordan and D Wade or AI were better than Kobe. Not necessarily like, like, I, I'm speaking in terms of like individual talent. Like, I think that they are as almost as accomplished as Kobe, aside from the team accomplishment of winning championships. And that's like mostly that's why I don't like, uh, like, but I'm not saying like, I understand why people put him in the top five. I just don't think he's in, the, in my top five. Uh, and well, like, you know, after I got all emotional about this shit, this motherfucker coming out here talking all this shit. I'm really sorry, Jeff. I mean, this disrespectful no, ass little fucking kid who never fuck, watched yeah, he, AI real and Dwayne basketball. Wade. Are you fucking AI, shitting me? Fuck. What the Alan hell is, is wrong fuck with out of you? You you realize Kobe? You're fired, Patty. You are fired from this podcast. Game. There's Let's a legitimate argument for Dwayne Wade. There's a legitimate argument. I have no argument for Dwayne Wade. Yes, there yes, is. There He's is. a shorter, shittier, less accomplished version. That's not true. It's just not true at all. Tom Habistro laid down the facts as to why Dwayne Wade was the second best shooting guard in the world. And that's I'm why I love Habistro. Habistro needed to confidently say that he could take Kirch in one-on-one when I asked him, okay? And he didn't take the bait, all right? Guys, yeah, this, is, is, this is crazy. He's top five, okay? What guard has been in the all-defensive team that many times? None. He's the fucking precedent for that, okay? He's one of the most skilled offensive players we've ever seen. To bring AI into this, that's crazy. Okay, Phil Jackson has be been quoted as offensive player we've ever seen. If, if he got 40 shots a game, it would be LeBron. Like anytime you're giving a guy 40 shots a game, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna score a lot of points. Dude, he was doing compiler. it more. He was doing it in less than just 40 points a game. Not even a compiler, Patty. I'm gonna God damn it, Patty, you motherfucker. Listen, this is top five. Okay, LeBron, LeBron. is in that top five too. Nobody's LeBron. kicking LeBron out of the top five for LeBron. Kobe Bryant. LeBron's number Nobody one. said that, Patty. Are you going to tr- turn this into a cut take again? Are we going to do throat take with Stephen A. Powell? Are we doing that? <laughs> now we're turning this into again because I swear to God, Patty, listen, top five, okay? Two-way player, one of the best two-way guards of all time, all right? Nobody top was playing five, defense that LeBron way. I told that great story earlier that same year I went to Magic. go watch them play against the Bucks. Jordan. Brandon Jennings was lighting the Lakers up back when he was in his prime, okay? And then Kobe said, give me that guy the second half. He didn't score a bucket the second half. Kobe shut his ass down, all right? Put some respect on his name. Who just got drafted? Josh Christopher. The pick Josh is in for the Houston Rockets. I Gosh. hate it here. <laughs> you don't, You hate it on the Cutthroat Podcast, Jeff? You know you love this Cutthroat podcast. Come on. Yeah, I have to pee I again. 
Dang, Patty, you made Jeff go. Jeff, I'm sorry. I run away you. to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Just by being disrespectful. I, I... LeBron James and Kobe Bryant are in the top five basketball players of all time. Now, are we ranking them in front of each other? No, we're not comparing them in front of each other. Because if I had to be real and honest with myself, I might have to take LeBron at this fo- at this point. That man went to almost 10 finals in a row. You can't discount that. I, I would also, again, point out that, like, well, well, two two things. Um, you can say what you will about Kobe shooting a bunch of whatnot. When shit really, really hit the fan at the end of the game, and somebody had to get something done, Kobe would get a four point play. Like, you, there was never ever been anybody who can fucking sack up at the end of the game and just get it done like him not michael jordan not anybody else like he just had this innate ability to feel the moment and just say fuck everybody i'm getting this shit done and he did it over and over and over and over and over i i I definitely i definitely agree with you there one second patty when he hit that buzzer beater over the phoenix suns in 2006 even though they ended up losing that that playoff series in game four that was one of the greatest moments of my life like just not even basketball life like one of the greatest moments of my life seeing him hit that buzzer seeing him take control of that game and i completely understand what jeff is saying like when he wanted to will something to happen he did it and i saw that time after time patty continue you know what i'm actually gonna gonna come out here with another take um because now this is cut takes. And I, I'm going to say that that Steph Curry is a better all-time player than Kobe Bryant. Win a finals MVP, why don't you? Uh, you're, you've been listening to the Cutthroat Podcast. We've had many guests on from Lauer After Hours today. We've had at Fleminem, at JHer17 on Twitter. We've had at Mike Ryan fan account drop in for literally five seconds. At Mysterio, at Patty at los underscore jiv on twitter thank you jeff for coming on and talking to us today about your thoughts on russell westbrook dogs you know ch- chicken broth on some on some kibble uh everything that you've come Nishan on bones highland uh center vcu drafted to Den- er, denver denver